0: Delicious dishes and generous sizes that really satisfy the appetite. So come hang with the sports crowd at Rafferty's. It's the tastiest place in town.
1: Welcome to Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs. Episode 78 continues Oscar's conversation with DJ Geddes. A former manager under coach Tubby Smith for five years, DJ saw his fair share of wins and players, but there was a few more observations he made during his time with the basketball team. We'll get to know DJ a little bit more, and he'll tell us which former player sends his kids gear, who would sweat the most during games, who has the biggest shoe size, who Mr. Wildcat referred to as Dillard, which Wildcat had the loudest and biggest mouth, and whose SEC championship ring ended up on eBay and who was responsible for it you will hear from dj about the athletic directors the players the assistant coaches some notable surrounding the program and the current state of the kentucky basketball program and his thoughts on coach tubby smith i'm bo robinson and this is conversations with oscar combs presented by rafferty's and double dogs and his guest dj Geddes.
0: First sports idol as a kid.
2: Probably have to go with Michael Jordan. Obvious answer.
0: Favorite entertainer.
2: Mm, music guy. We'll go with uh, Justin Timberlake. Favorite movie of all time. We'll go with a comedy. Uh, Dumb and Dumber.
0: Favorite sports team of all time on any level. We'll switch it up. We'll go uh, NFL
2: uh, back in the glory days, Houston Oilers, Warren Moon.
0: Best college basketball game during your time at UK? I'll
2: go with the home win, Tayshaun three or five threes against North Carolina.
0: The one UK game you would most like to forget? <laughs> Easy, Marquette. Best college player UK faced during your time as a manager? Um, Jay Williams, probably, Duke. Best college team Kentucky faced during your time?
2: It was the start of those Florida teams, uh, 05. Those were up there. Duke was good in 01. I think they won the
0: title that year. The most exciting basketball moment of your career? Not necessarily a full game, just the most exciting moment. Just exciting moment. Patrick Sparks, three to
2: on the foul and, and go and hit those three free throws at Louisville.
0: Was there one arena away from home you enjoyed going to?
2: Vanderbilt was always unique. A little bit different style because you had the benches and the end zones. Locker room was old. just That atmosphere was was
0: real fun. Most hostile arena? Florida, for sure. The school with the most obnoxious fans?
2: Uh, Mississippi State.
0: Biggest disappointment during your five years at Kentucky?
2: Lack of Final Fours would be, would be up there. Uh, but, I mean, obviously championship. No championships.
0: Most influential person in your life outside your family?
2: Bill Kitely, easily.
0: Let's talk a little bit about some people that's around UK that influenced your life that you dealt with. Uh, let's, let's first talk about uh, Tayshaun Prince. Tay, hey, Probably the
2: most high profile of the guys in my five years there. Obviously went on to win an NBA title, Olympic gold medal, but just a good, good dude. Kept in touch throughout and since. Funny because, uh, there's a, a text thread of of probably seven, eight managers and four or five players that we still talk to every day. Tay's on there chiming in but uh, always good to me um, even uh, when he was still playing towards the end of his career, uh, he was on a Nike scholar or Nike contract and uh, would always text me um, what are your what are your kids sizes because they get an allotment of gear so. A couple of weeks later, four or five pairs of shoes <laughs> and, and shorts and shirts and Nike gear would show up, and uh, Uncle Tay came through. Jules Kamara. Jules was a, uh, a funny guy. I think he had tremendous amount of potential caught up into the college life too much. I mean, seven footer, you go through individual workouts, you'd be on shooting 53s, and I mean, hit 47 threes. So as you didn't see that in games. He didn't play a lot of games where he'd, he'd face but, I mean, he had the skill, just never clicked.
0: Todd Tackett.
2: Todd. Uh, Todd's still around. Our boys play uh, baseball in the same league. He's on that text thread, fantasy football guy. I wish he would have got his shot better. Some injuries uh, short-changed him a little here at UK, but uh, good dude.
0: Kalina Azabuki.
2: Azabuki. K-Book, probably the, the biggest physical specimen and good-hearted Christian guy. Look at him. I mean, muscles. I think he was born with them. Superior athlete. He, he did have to leave a little early for family situation, but great duties with the Golden State Warriors now living it up. Sheree Thomas. Sheree Thomas came over from Canada. Good guy. Played his tail off. He did sweat a lot. You had to pick up a, a nice, good, sweaty jersey on him. Shigari Arlene. Biggest shoe, size 21, seven foot three. So he was the biggest guy um, when I was around. Uh, I think he went on to play for the Globe Trotters. Uh silly guy. He would rap and uh could actually spit out a few good bars. Just a physical specimen.
0: Matt Hassanbottle.
2: Matt uh Matt and I actually went to Lexington Catholic together. Um a couple year I'm a couple years older, but good uh, family friend now. Our um kids and, and wives play together. Great guy. Fun to walk on. Jason Parker. Guys called him Sloopy. Hands, just monster hands. Just a beast on the post. I mean, he showed it uh, in the one year he was here. Unfortunate injury. Transferred away, but uh, I'd like to see what he's doing today.
0: Corey Sears.
2: Corey, local guy. Another Kentucky boy got a shot. Played scholarship. Came on and uh, was a great guy, and I think he's working with his uh, car dealership. Joe Crawford. Joe was a quiet guy. Came from uh Detroit, I believe. Came in highly regarded top 5 prospect. Superior jumping ability. I think he was just one of those guys that came in and and got um up in the whirlwind of college just and not in a bad way like drinking or anything like that. Just just a bigger atmosphere and I think he was accustomed to a smaller town and um but he could jump out of the gym. Ramel Bradley. Ramel, totally opposite of Joe, uh, New York guy. He came came in loud mouth, rapping kind of guy, athlete, gets you off the dribble. He kind of took Mister uh nickname that some of the guys called him "Smooth." So Ramel was also smooth.
0: I thought those two guys really gave beyond. A hundred percent, particularly the last year they endured under Billy Cloud Gillespie. They went through a lot. Transition
2: of a coach is in, in your junior, senior year has got to be difficult for anybody, but they did. I mean, they put in the work. Seasons weren't going great, but they they did show forth and stuck it out and, and, and turned out a good careers.
0: Bobby Perry. Bobby,
2: good uh, North Carolina guy, came in. How do you sneak out of North Carolina and not go to Carolina Duke or even NC State, and and we end up getting him um, just a solid, solid guy.
0: Preston Lemeister.
2: Preston, another Kentucky guy. Um, loved rebounding for Preston. Never missed. It Made my job easy. I uh, wish him well. He's doing – I think he's doing great now. Adam Childs. Adam was one uh, Louisville guy, came in. Team turmoil was probably his just demise. He never got a shot. Probably got caught up with some of the bad crew on that team, um, and just never got a shot. Didn't get along. with Tubby too great. Josh Carrier said Preston never missed. Josh, I don't think ever missed uh, in all four years. Of a pure shooter in in the of of all the guys, Josh was was probably uh, had the most wet shot, if you want the the lingo there. But good guy. Practice. I mean up against Bogans he he gave it to him. Uh and just something never clicked in the games I guess. Um I mean I I'm not saying I could do it. The bright lights of Kentucky just never got his rhythm. I think if he would have got his rhythm and got a few good games in and and get that consistency of playing, he would have been a really really great player.
0: Rashad Carruth.
2: Carruth, Georgia guy, came in as a pretty good uh pretty high highly regarded prospect. Another team turmoil casualty. I'll leave it at that.
0: Brandon Stockton.
2: Brandon. It felt like we got a slew of Kentucky guys um, when I was there. A lot of Mr. Basketballs. I think Coach Smith had gotten uh, some flack for not getting Chris Loft, and we ended up with a lot of Kentucky guys, which was great because, I mean, that's their dream too is is to be a Kentucky. Brandon, smaller guy, so it it worked out for me because we, we wore the same shoe size. Uh, So always got his leftover sneakers. We would get our uh, training shoes, but we didn't get a lot of basketball high-top shoes. So that worked out, and uh, Brandon was a good guy, great shooter. Cliff Hawkins. Cliff was, uh, I think, a late signee. I think he uh, came over, um, and he was was, uh, Keith's boy. Him and Bogans were really tight. Led our team as a point guard couple great seasons. If you remember back, interesting Cliff story, after his last game, we were presented um, with some SEC championship rings. And um, you may recall uh, one of those rings went on eBay. And uh, the story behind that, that was Cliff's ring. But um, uh, the the guy that um, put it on eBay for him might have been me uh, (laughs) to help him out. Um, to get him a little assistance. In hindsight, probably a, a, a silly move on my part, but um, just to give him some extra cash. And, but, yeah, that was the eBay story with Cliff. JP Blavins. JP, that's my dude. Probably the closest of, of all the players I am with JP today. He was in my wedding. Went down and saw him in Wilmington a couple months back. He was up here for the uh, South Carolina football game. Just good, wholehearted, Christian, uh, loving, loving guy. And I, I don't even regard him as a player. You know, he's just, he's just a great, great friend.
0: I went to school with his father. Did you? John. His yeah. name was John Paul Blevins, too. Right. And right. went to school with him at Cumberland College. I don't know. That. And he was a, a really good basketball player. He was a little bit slow, but he was about, I'd say, 6'8, six, 6'9, six, played. In the paint, really a good guy, very slow talking, methodical. Uh, what you say is what you got. A great guy, father like son, Robbie Moss, probably the most uh,
2: social, really likable guy. I mean, you see him out at halftime and doing the the game day stuff today. He does, and just I mean, you're around him. He's just energetic, fun loving guy. I mean, he is the prototypical guy that you want to walk on and bring just that spunk and energy to your team. But as a person, I mean, who doesn't like Robbie Moss? The
0: late Marvin Stone.
2: Marvin, he came in with Keith, top five recruit, just a big guy. I mean, you, you have to remember. I think remember, he's out of Alabama, wasn't he? Right. Um, you have to remember, these guys are coming in at 17, 18 years old, and these are grown men. Um, I mean, we had a pretty deep squad of of, of bigs. And he got his shot and tried hard. And I wish he would have had a better career at Kentucky and didn't have to transfer to Louisville. But, uh no, he was a good-hearted guy.
0: And he uh, tragically passed away at a very, very early age after he left Louisville.
2: Right. I don't know all the details. Um I think his father... Passed away at a young age, too, so I'm sure it was related to his heart. Eric Daniels. Eric Daniels, probably one of the uh, silliest guys on the team. Called him E. Diddy. Uh, Kylie called him Dillard. Dillard. I remember him showing up uh, freshman year, uh, walking around in these neon suits, bright green, bright orange. And I just remember Keith and all the guys like, what is this guy doing? He doesn't know what he's doing. Turned out to be, um, uh, turned into a, a pro, played for the Kings. Uh, one one uh, funny story with Eric, in, in the conclusion of practice, Coach Smith would always um, ask the guys, you had to make 10 free throws in a row and then you could leave. Eric's a freshman. I'm kind of low on the totem pole at this point, so I get stuck rebounding for him. Uh, I don't recall the time, but four hundred and seventy six attempts later, Eric finally made his tenth free throw in a row.
0: You missed dinner that night.
2: we were a little late. Gerald Fitch Gerald Georgia guy um hard hard worker, came in late. I think him and Eric signed both in April or May of that year, coming in, so a lot wasn't expected out of Gerald, but I think by shoot gate eight, eight or nine, he was starting. Averaging four or five rebounds as a six, two, or three guard. Just played with a lot of energy. Great shooter. I think a lot of Gerald. He was he was a good player.
0: Wu, Lukas, Lukas Koss Orbisut.
2: Wu is another uh, guy that, uh, outside of basketball, has just become a great friend, uh, family friend. Big guy, Polish accent, lives near Louisville. We go to the lake in the summers still. Uh, you see him on his little ksr videos and stuff he's just funny guy entertaining um loves the sport and just it, love that guy
0: saul smith
2: saul so obviously you're gonna get uh daddy's boy or whatever but saul deep down was a was a good guy worked his butt off too that situation you've got eddie's boy sean sutton now you got cow's boy brad so, I mean, to be in that situation, heck, I think he played 20 minutes as a freshman in the national championship game. So he was a contributor, um, a lot of pressure, and he, he made the best of it.
0: Randolph Morse.
2: Randolph's uh, still around locally. He plays uh, in, in uh, China six months of the year, but then he's in Lexington six months. So I talk to him quite regularly.
0: I know you weren't around then, but where was the Fax Machine copy actually found?
2: think it was crumpled up no I have no clue I was <laughs> I was at uh I was concluding my career and uh I think we were at camp uh I, I recall uh Scott Rajot saying hey the draft was always during a, the camp it was like always a Thursday of camp that we were working so we never got to really watch the NBA draft but I just recalled uh Coach Rajot saying well if Randolph isn't drafted at that time the rule was you could come back but Randolph big gentle giant I mean, strong guy, good family. Keith Bogans, Keith, probably the uh, loudest mouth on the team. A lot of swagger, still, still has it. He's in our fantasy football league uh, text thread. Talk to him. Uh, he's up with the uh, the Knicks affiliate in the D League or the G League. I'm sorry. Um, probably had the most swagger. Talk the talk. He walked the walk too. I mean, what is he on the all time scoring list? Top five. Uh, somewhere in that range, inducted into the Hall of Fame, and had a 10-year NBA run. Chuck Hayes, probably one of the hardest workers um, uh, of all the all the guys. Four-year career. I know it started out a little shaky. Came from uh, California, and I know he had some doubts. Maybe he was going to transfer. Stuck his time in. I mean, six-six guy, played the post and could out-rebound anybody. Went on to to start at center for the Rockets at 6'6 in the NBA. So that shows you his work ethic and just a, a great guy.
0: The guy that's still playing the game today, and as well as anybody, Rajon Rondo. So I have one year with Rajon. Those
2: guys, I mean, I was in my fifth year, 25, 24, 25 years old. Rondo's 18, so we didn't, we didn't have a lot of interaction one-on-one. Put his hand up against your hand. It's like he has one extra digit, the the biggest hand for a six-one human that I know. Tremendous basketball IQ, great skill, jump out of the gym, knew the play 10 seconds before it was going to happen, just a, a basketball wonder. I think he gets a bad rap for his being maybe dismissive towards Coach Smith or, or whatever, but he's just kind of a – a keep it to yourself kind of guy and I think it was read the wrong way. You see his antics in the NBA with with the silly free throw things that come out where he's wiping the ball on his on his head and forehead and tips at the beginning of of the games when he was with the Celtics and hiking it through and I mean he's just a funny guy. Sam Newton. My first year 2000 2001 was his last year as AD. Super super family Martin was our Nike rep at the time. I mean, he had a stellar career. Obviously, he was at the end of his career when I started. What accomplishments he had throughout his basketball and just athletic career is amazing, and I was just happy to be a part of one year with him. Larry Ivy. So Larry Ivey obviously took over for CM the next year. We would have limited interaction with the ADs and presidents, mainly on bigger trips. We would assist and... Carry their bags into the hotel or from the hotel to the bus. But in terms of of day to day, we didn't have much interaction. But we did end up building Larry Ivy's pool, so that that was good for our family business. Mitch Marnhart, the next transition. Mitch, he came in and a little different breed than than Larry and CM. Uh, in the fact that I, I don't think. I mean, basketball was supreme, but Mitch had a broader look upon all sports. And you can see that his effect in that he's grown UK athletics as a whole, which is a great accomplishment. He did change the logo right off the bat, so we weren't real happy with that. Remember, we used to have the taller UK. was The block UK, the, they call it. Well, we had the taller, like thinner, which was basically just men's basketball only. And then the the other UK... Which has already recently changed again, so we were we had to get all new gear and it worked out for us, but you just well, you the
0: tent of Nike. they want you to get new gear because all these fans that's had these old T-shirts and jackets now they got to get a new ones. right and it helped us too. I mean, we had to get new practice shorts and new
2: shoes, and you, you just you never like change, right? You're used to that old logo, but no, mitch was was a great a. d and continues to be a great a d. Tommy Boyd. Tom Boyd, strength coach. Luckily, the managers, we didn't have to go through uh, any lifting sessions, or we weren't really in in the weight room assisting at that point. You had to fend for yourself and get your own Gatorade if you felt a little parched. He would always joke around with the managers. um, If the the team was in watching film prior to the start of practice, um, managers would be out playing 21 tap or whatever, and and Boyd would always play and wrestle with us, so he was he was fun.
0: Trainer, Dave
2: Kendi. Kendi. Uh, as many hours as, as the managers put in, I would say a trainer puts in more, definitely more, maybe double. Um, I mean, they're there 24-7, small crew. So you've got Dave Kendi and then one student trainer. So you've got two guys to – tape everybody's ankles, make sure everybody's on rehab. Um, a trainer is probably the most difficult job of, of within the program uh, and probably gets no recognition, um, but stellar guy, um, and, and he was fun to work with.
0: Van Florence.
2: Van was president of the UK 101 Committee. He was one of Kiteley's right-hand men, or men, him and Bobby Wiggins. Van uh, was around all the time, assisted, loved the managers, would do anything for us and, and vice versa. Uh, we helped when Van did the uh, Kentucky Museum. Uh, that was a big endeavor down at Rupp Arena. He did a lot for the program, loved the program, worked behind the scenes, did a lot for Coach Smith and his foundation. Um, superb guy. I uh, miss him dearly assistants at the time Mike Sutton kind of dwelt on a little bit in terms of coaching coaches interaction we reported more to to Mr. Kiley unless one of the guys like a Chris Briggs or Steve Goodson Dan McHale Kevin Murphy those guys really got in to to being managers to pursue a career in coaching so those guys probably had more interaction day to day and 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 really felt out the coaches and strategies and things like that, where some of the Kentucky guys, Aaron Howard, Zach Murphy, Dave Judy, Caleb Moore, Jeremiah Cox, Will Herschelman, we just like being part of the team. (laughs) So in terms of the coaches, I mean, Sutton uh, went on to coach at Tennessee Tech. David Hobbs. David Hobbs, I mean, he was basically uh, our associate head coach. So in terms of practice, Coach Hobbs – Probably, I mean, knowledge, I mean, he coached at Alabama. Him and Coach Smith, kind of 1A, 1 and 1A running practice. Obviously, very knowledgeable. Scott Rageau. Scott Rageau came in later, little quirky guy, knew his stuff, good guy.
0: Reggie Hanson.
2: Coach Hanson. So I grew up watching Coach Hanson play, good recruiter. I think he was brought in to work with the bigs, got his shot, did well. Still had his, He still made us, uh, the manager, stretch him out, though, before practice. I think he still thought he wanted all the
0: gear and player,
2: but no, he was he was a fun guy to be
0: around. You've been around Lexington ever since you got out of school. I've got to ask you what you thought of Billy Clyde Gillespie, two years, and then where are the programs at today with John Calipari?
2: One of my good buddies, Zach Murphy and Will Herschelman, they, they stayed on. Uh, they were younger side of the manager so have a, a little insight to just how practices were and probably a lot of rumors out there but Billy was just in over his head this job is 100% spotlight 100% of the time I remember going to coach's golf clinic meeting coach Gillespie and just you could tell at that point that it just he wasn't he's more of an introvert and to be this job you got to be a cow you got to be talking 100 percent of the time and angle this and angle that and have your um, head on a swivel the direction that we're going now I mean who couldn't ask for anything I think I just read an article today that uh, coach cow thought 10 years was going to be about his his uh, length of time here and he said he might have another 10 in him. So, at eight
0: million a year, I think that might <laughs> cause you to
2: prolong your career a little he, bit. He has at least two uh, <laughs> with Brad. So, I think we're set there. Yeah, just to see the uh, the talent that's come in and out of here in, in his tenure, you still got to give respect and, and give a few shout outs to the guys that were here before. And they don't have to be an NBA guy. I think some of the guys that maybe don't get a lot of credit um, because they're not NBA guys and may not influence the recruiting. Um, as much need to get their respect. There, there was basketball before Cal, but you can't complain with four or five Final Fours. But I will say, Tubby had one title. Cal has one title.
0: Let me let me close here with you telling me your relationship with Tubby Smith. <laughs> you probably were around him at least as long, if not longer, than anybody else that wasn't a paid staff member. Um, Go back to your first introduction to him, the five years you spent with him, and what his legacy should be as it pertains to the University of Kentucky.
2: My first year coming in um, was uh, 2000, and that summer uh, Coach Smith was just finishing up um, as an assistant for the USA uh, basketball team. Uh, in, in the Summer Olympics. That's kind of my first memory. I was obviously intimidated coming into a program. They had just come off a title a couple of years ago. You're the new guy. Yeah, you've got your manager friends, but just the whirlwind of coming in and, and, and being put right to the test of, can you be a part of this squad and, and partake? And Coach Smith welcomed us all with open arms. I mean, he is a genuinely great guy i mean he actually cares um for the individuals loyal super loyal i mean one of our guys steve goodson went on for the last 15 years and has still been with tubby so i mean that shows his loyalty and and throughout it all for for the five seasons i mean we're interacting eight nine months out of the year um through uh, august through may for the school season and then Five or six camps in the summer. You're with them. You're with him. You're with Donna. You're with Gigi, Brian, Saul. You're with the whole family.
0: What role did Donna play, as it pertains to basketball?
2: She kept her distance, but I mean, I was. She's she's got to be in coach's ear. <laughs> you win, you you go home happy. You lose, Donna's probably not talking to you that night. Um, but uh, no, she was. Um, a good influence and, and uh, good to be around.
0: What will, you, what will you remember most as the years go by from Tubby Smith?
2: From Tubby, I mean, like I said, just a genuinely good guy. Um, most recently I saw him. He came back and um, did the 20-year reunion for the 98 championship team. Wasn't a manager, but just through my network of, of knowing a couple guys that were there when they were managers – Went with them and uh, met up with with the 98 team and, and Coach Smith. First thing, I mean, D.J., how's the pool business going? I mean, he knows. He gets it. He knows what's going on and, and who we are and what important part we actually played. Although we didn't want recognition, don't expect recognition, but he knew he knew what it took uh, as managers and um, just grateful to have that opportunity and will always thank him hey and Mr. Kylan.
1: You have just finished listening to Episode 78, Part 2 of Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs. If you missed Part 1 with DJ and Oscar, that can be found at oscarcombs.com. DJ is not the only manager Oscar has talked to. Episode 1 of Conversations features Humzy Yesson, who was the manager of the Fabulous Five. To take Oscar's conversations on the go, you can subscribe for free through iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher on your mobile device. Search for at Wildcat News and subscribe. New episodes will be automatically downloaded to your mobile device for free, and you can always go back and listen to previous episodes. To make sure you're on the right track with the Big Blue and then some, follow Oscar on Twitter. He's at Wildcat News. I'm Bo Robinson, and our thanks goes out to DJ Geddes and to you. We're listening to Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs. And as always, go Big Blue.